welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 20 of Up and Down Podcast with your host, Slim, and my co-host, Benny Golfs. Benny, what is going on? Let's go, baby. Episode 20. Look yeah, at the fit you're part. wearing, too, eh? The hat. The oh, I'm all over the map. I just got the Chicklets shirt, though, for uh, signing up for score bet. So I got that in the mail yesterday. It was free. Wow. Yeah, so big Chicklets doing everything these days. Giving out shirts, making mm-hmm. uh, Pearson Airport a lot better after Whitney's <laughs> remarks. Dude, that went national news. I, could, I couldn't believe that. It only that took him. Funny. Out of all people, it took him, dude. We've been dealing, as Canadians, dealing with this for fucking years. And Way he takes long. him to go, this is ridiculous, and now it's national news. You see that they're making a shirt saying fuck Pearson Airport or something? Dude, <laughs> I would buy that in a heartbeat. Oh, honestly, everyone was saying that I worked. They're like, it's got to be the best shirt ever made. But Yeah, that airport, I've been there too many times sitting there. And I understand his frustration with the Air Canada little oh. post that they're at. They got two workers there, and they don't want to do anything but do nothing. And it's backed up, backed up, backed up, backed up. I got stuck in December going to... Panama. I got six flight cancellations. Same thing. Stood there all day and they're like, yeah, uh, everything's canceled. We'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Like, I oh, heard, I heard they okay. just like are super understaffed there or something. Like, I don't know why they have. Well, that's the excuse they're using because of COVID, but like figured out, like it's one of the biggest airports. Well, obviously in Ontario, but then it's also been that, months now since we've kind of come out of this whole thing and started to head back to normal. Like you can't use that excuse forever. Like just fucking hire some people like get going. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, you got BC's airport. I don't know the name of it. And then you got Pearson. Those are like the two biggest airports. And Montreal, obviously. Two biggest airports, three biggest airports in Canada. And mm-hmm. we got issues. But anyways, I mean, pe- pe- people don't listen to have us talk about airport control. Correct. They probably don't even listen to have us talk about golf because we don't know anything about that either. Our bets have been speak, brutal period. lately. Eh, yeah. But goddamn Canadian Open Week. Biggest week of the year for us. Dude, it's huge. Like this is this is like the what fifth major we call it, something like that. Well, in Canada, it's the only major. <laughs> but no, I'm amped, man. This is uh this is sweet. It's been a lot of excitement all week, and yeah, I'm I'm freaking just gassed, gassed up. So am I. What day are you going? Uh, I got tickets for the Saturday, and then <laughs> for those who don't know, there's a couple concerts going on on the Friday and the Saturday post uh post rounds. And Flow Rider's on the Friday. Flow, Flow Rider. My boy. And then oh uh, my God. Pulling out Maroon. all the stops. Eh? <laughs> and then Maroon 5 on Saturday. So we ended it. Me and my buddy managed to get tickets for the Maroon 5 as well. So we're gonna be <laughs> gonna be at the that's at Apple Bottom on... Jean, eh? Apple bottom jean jean. Flow rider might be for I don't know. I'm too young for that. That was no, like high school. You, you're kidding me. That's a joke. I know. But uh yeah, I'm so so I'm seeing Maroon Five, and then I'm gonna be at the course on Saturday as well, buzzing around, get there bright and early, and yeah, it's gonna be a fucking time. I'm going Sunday. Ooh, Sunday, Sunday, good Sunday, content Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's Big awesome. Day. Who are you going Big with? Day. I'm going, going with my girlfriend, and oh, wonderful, another guy and his girlfriend. Oh, little little romantic Sunday afternoon. That's so nice at the Canadian Open at Roy, or not Royal Saint George. At St. George's Golf and Country Club. I also meant to say, I can't believe that was the first time I met your girlfriend there at the Jays game last week. Buddy, let's talk like, about uh, that. You were a mess at the Jays game. <laughs> Didn't want any part of anything. You're looking around like you're looking for goddamn a needle in a haystack, dude. I'm going, dude, I'm dog. like here. And you're standing up there. You're like at least 10 beers deep. And then we get a quick dap up. I can't believe I just said dap, but 
You did a quick <laughs> little handshake, and then you go, oh, yeah, uh, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, see you later, Benny. I literally yeah. walk up. I go, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Ben. Hi, Brooke. Nice. Hey, Jake. What's going on, bud? We're a bit in the way here. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> and then I bolt it off, back into action as my boy Captain Kirk, Alejandro Kirk, hits a home run and hits me, uh, Alejandro hits me my bets. was Brooke's favorite player. She goes, who is this? She goes, first thing she says, this guy's not a baseball player. Yeah. Goes, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, well, he's a little out of shape, isn't he? Then he hits back. He gets hits two dingers. Now, yeah. now, Alejandro is her favorite player. I bet on him to hit a home run, him and Vladdy. And dude, I was just, oh, I was freaking on top of a mountain that game. It was the best. What about best uh, what is, game? Kind of wrap up quick. What what was the concert like? Concert was pretty good. I mean, you saw me at the Jays game, so you can only imagine how I was at the concert. But uh, I don't know. It was pretty good. It could have been a bit louder, but maybe at that point I was just deaf from screaming all day and then managed to make my way to the Maddie later on in the night as well. So I don't know if I belong there, but I was uh, there till close and then wandering across Toronto all by myself. Or not. Wait, with my you went buddy. to the Maddie. Is that, um, what's the full name of that bar? The Madison House or like the Madison So that's house? funny, dude. Nezzy has a classic story from that. He got in underage with his dad and his uncle, and they <laughs> no snuck way. him. In, they snuck him in the back door. He hopped the fence and got in like the back door. Oh, dude! Well, hang on. That's that's wild though. But I can see how that happens because it's a bit of a younger person bar. But that's where I don't know. I'm getting off topic here, but it's kind of funny because that's where my parents met. And that's where your parents like, met. That's yeah, where Mikey my dad. locked in on Natasha. <laughs> and there's a there nine year difference, right? And I said to my dad, "I'm like, what the fuck were you doing in the Maddie at 30 years old, bud?" Like. <laughs> But that's gonna be you in, in, in four years. Yeah, probably. But look who I uh, look who I saw at the Maddie. I had to take a little little picture with. I don't know if you can see, but his name is Zach Eady, and uh, he plays for Purdue. He's probably going top fifteen in the NBA this year. So I thought that was kind of funny. That was my two AM endeavors. Did you know? Or is he's like this is fuck some no. drunk he's guy from that's Toronto been drinking and I just all walked day. up to him. I was like, holy fuck, that's Zach Eady. I was like, so he wanted like, he wanted no freaking part of you, dude. Not at all. Not at all, especially in that picture, you can tell. But I mean, it's fucking funny. So seven huh. foot four, Zach Eady. Unreal, unreal. Well, I got a couple stories from the course this past week. So Sunday, quickly turned into a Sunday fun day. Oh boy, love that. When my buddy, we see the cart girl, and we bought a round prior, and then we see her again three holes later. And my buddy was like, "Oh, I'll buy everyone around." And my one buddy goes, "Yeah, I'll take three." <laughs> Like, oh, I was like, he's a guest of mine. I go, I think you wanted to like buy around. Like, I don't like, he goes, no, no, everyone get three. It's on, it's on my account. <laughs> That's not a green light to get after it. I don't know what is. So Seriously. great day. Anyways, we come off the end of that hole and he made like a triple. And all I hear in the background is bark is brown. Grass is green. Lights are red. I go, what are you doing? He goes, it's from the pod, dude. It's supposed to help. <laughs> he goes, it's not goddamn helping me. I go, buddy, I don't know if that was the right, you know, time and place to be saying that kind of stuff, but I appreciate the support from the pod. Oh, fuck. That's funny. We have to tell Juicy that, like, I don't know if that's going to work out for a lot of people, a lot of amateurs, no. but hey, he gave it a good, solid effort. Yeah, he's seeing different colors. He's so many beers deep at that point, too. Literally, literally. But Holy shit, that's good. Continuing with the golf course talk, I played Westview today. I know that's like your course. Yeah, I got a couple things it. to say about you got that. Some slander. First of all, I think I'm going to start doing uh beer cart beverage ratings at golf courses. Okay. And I don't mean it, you sick fuckers, in a way of the females or males behind the golf cart. I mean, I legitimately, like beverage carts. 
so like the actual physical cart itself the actual physical cart and the utensils slash um what's what i'm looking for um let's say the condiments that come with sure, the beverage sure, carts just, that makes sense yeah. you know yeah. so we wheel up first first time we see her day on three and she's got no glasses like no plastic cups obviously no lids no ice and no liquor all she's got is beers and vodka sodas okay neutrals yeah she got a couple neutrals and shit you know nothing else no garbage can no nothing a little disappointed you know i like to see a yeah. little little cup little ice that's all i asked for really those two yeah. things I'll, I'll back them up a little bit, but it's like this is a bit of a shot in the dark. I know back when I was working there so long ago, <laughs> they uh, they normally like their nicer cart uh, for the cart girl or whatever would break down here and there. So they had to whip out the vintage one that had next to nothing. So I don't know if that's what they had out today, but either way, I can I can see where you're coming from there. Like just um, below average. Like, so what do you even like the, 10? Not you gotta even give like it the, a the 10. Dickies, like to, to mix a, a vodka soda or no, you know, they Ryan wouldn't have Cole. had anything. They like wouldn't nothing, have. dude. Like I couldn't even I guess I could pay I could have paid Visa. I was gonna say they had no ATM or no like debit <laughs> machine, but that, that would have been pulling a stretch. Either way, probably like I'll give it an official first rating and I'll start doing ratings online. I'm gonna give it a five point three out of ten. And again, yeah, I think that's just fair. the beverage that's a, cart. That's a I'm not going into too. the girls or the, you know, I guess nowadays the he she's <laughs> that may be behind the beverage cart. I'm just going strictly beverage cart. Fair I'm enough. Saying, you got to be open. It's 2022, man. Anyone can be anything right now. 100%. 100%. So, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting review. I'm interested to hear other ones that come along. Also, the golf course there, not a fan. I don't like hitting. I don't like hitting up to green. I, I'm not. I'm not in a corn maze, dude. I'm playing a goddamn golf course. Give me a green that's level with the fairway. I'm not hitting up to shit out every time. <laughs> First four holes, up, up, up. Playing a scramble, dude. We don't know if someone's long, short, right, left in the hole. Like, gotta be kidding me, dude. Not a fan of it. Not a what, fan. Uh, what? Play middle and homestead. Okay, middle and home. So middle's my favorite. Middle's my favorite. Home is considered probably the easiest, and then lake would be the hardest, um, but probably the better looking in terms of just like the scenery. But, Dude, I, I don't. Yeah, I guess you do for hit, having. Uh, I don't blame you for having bad tee shots there either. Like, yeah, you got to so be know what I mean by that. It's nothing, but either way, I hate hitting uphill to green, and it's not even like you know what. I'll deal with one. I'll deal with two, four in a row, dude. Four in a row. Oh yeah, on middle. Do you start on middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump well, slammed it too, so top that <laughs> off. <laughs> well, like I don't know what would it be. So yeah, one uphill. Yeah, two dude. uphill. Three, three the is part, barely uphill, but no, it is. Four is bad. Four is, and then the part three, and then another one uphill. It's it's a joke, dude. Anyways, I like Westview. It's tough. We're shit, gonna bro. we're gonna hold the tournament there, so we just gotta figure out the tee times because again, it was a non shotgun tournament today, and I don't know how that's gonna work out, but. Let's yeah. get on. Let's yeah. get on to the golf. Um, U.S. Women's Open. Nellie Corda didn't win, but yeah, you know, good chance. for her for coming out. But guess who won, Ben? Minji Lee. Minji Lee. And guess who she is a brother of? I don't know. I'm not going to guess because she probably doesn't have a brother on the tour, but they probably have a similar last name, and I'm an idiot. Min Woo Lee. 
And that was what your grandpa was saying two episodes ago, brother and sister. Ah, I see. I took, see. Took the fewest strokes to win the tournament ever, which is pretty good for her. And it was yeah, the most money cool. earned in a, in a women's event. All things you love to hear. Perfect. That's amazing. Let's, Trending let's, upwards, that was just That was just a check, check, check. On to this past week, the Memorial Tournament, Murfield Village Horse. Guess who won? Batman. Batman. Billy Horschel, 13 under, four-shot win. Made a bomb on 15, too. Tell you what, we, we were making bombs today. Billy made a bomb on 15 for Eagle. That was that one that, like, trickled in? It was, like, the perfect leg yeah, putt? Yeah, came inside door, basically. Yeah. Did you see his uh, little celebration after making that putt? It was kind of cheesy. And, I mean, I'm not a big Billy Horschel fan, personally. And uh, I think he looks stupid because he drains his putt and he throws his hands up and he's just looking out at the crowd like it's a, I don't even know what, what to say, but he's just looking around aimlessly, just like, look at me, look at me. And he's got his hands up. I don't know. Pissed me off. It's kind of a joke too. Like just laughing at the guy. Well, I mean, it's just seven PGA Tour win. And he's one of those guys that we talked about a few weeks ago. I think last mm-hmm. episode just yeah. consistently wins. He's basically won every one and a half years of like tour years, uh, like since like 2013. So when we had that conversation about who would you rather be, that's like a prime example of the guy that wins once in a while, yeah. makes a good amount of money, yeah, like no doubt, and has like has a consistent enough career. So you're saying you'd rather be a fucking Billy Horschel and a than Scotty say Scheffler? a Scotty Scheffler saying he doesn't win after They're this not year even for comparable like three years. because Scotty Scheffler had like three years and then he won he won a ton. Give it, give me till the end of Scotty Scheffler's career or his length that Billy's been, and then I'll make that comment. I hope our pod's still running by then, and I hope <laughs> I'm not filming from my girlfriend's dad's car, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. But get this. couple fun facts about Billy Horschel, because I know you love him. And these will, these will make you love him more. His favorite sports teams? We'll skip specifically just to the NFL. The Jaguars and the Patriots. Well, I half like them then. I mean, it how do you How do you like two teams in the NFL? Yeah, but he likes the Pats, so it's okay. But he likes the Jags. <laughs> the Jags are barely a football team. <laughs> and then a little superstition for him. Carries four T's and a 1936 cord in his right pocket. See, that's just weird. Like, he's just weird, man. Like, huh. you, oh, speaking of fucking weird, did you see his dad's facial hair? Guy has a wicked, wicked beard, and he's got, I don't even know what it's called, but he's got the big beard. It's like all white gray. And then he's got the mustache that kind of like flows into the beard. And then, as if, say, you extend handlebars of a mustache and they just go right through the beard and they just start hanging out the end of the beard. He had that. So it looked like a, it looked like, what, what I mean, like vampire teeth, bat yeah, teeth, yeah. but in a beard shape. It, it was incredible. Just all a right. weird family. You're not a big fan of Billy Horschel, eh? Fuck that guy. We're going to get him on the pod. We got to discuss things with him. We're not going to get anybody on the pod if I keep chirping everybody. Yeah, you don't like too many people on tour. Apparently not. You're kind of like the live of the PGA Tour. I'm a big live guy. (laughs) We're going to get into that in a bit. but Huh. uh, Yeah, how about Homa, though? Records fewer than 100 putts. That's pretty good. Um, It's been the lowest amount in that tournament since the record or since they recorded that stat. Now, mm-hmm. he was 60th in greens, so not great. It, give and take. You know, a guy that hits 80% of greens is probably going to putt more than that, and it's not yeah. like he won the tournament. So, I mean, it's a little give and take with that. But yeah. your boy Spieth, after changing the putter, only missed two putts inside six feet this week. 
hey man that's big that's 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 improvements and i mean i don't really remember what he finished this past week but i feel like he's gonna start finishing pretty pretty good spots if he uh if he can put like that i mean only missing two he's normally like a two around from inside six feet so the fact that he had two throughout the the four rounds or whatever he played i mean that's uh that's a game changer for him game changer game changer all right well let's get into what everyone's talking about i know we're a bit late i know it's probably like oh my god i've only heard about this you guys said you're going to talk about it again and again and here we are talking about it but deserves it now live making another splash wow by this time everyone knows dj has resigned from the pga tour but mm-hmm. on his way, collects a nice $125 million to the pocket. Not too bad. Yeah. Phil also came out, Nicholson, if you don't know who Phil is. And he estimated collected $200 million to pay off some gambling debts, maybe. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, not from a reliable source, but from a source. They both also, which I found hilarious, DJ collected $3 million from the PIP last year, which is the player improvement program. And mm-hmm. Phil got $6 million. <laughs> Cha-ching. So you love that. Also, Bryson and Ricky confirmed in it. Now they're not playing this week, but they're, they are going to play in the future events. Mm-hmm. On top of that, the top am who I don't know his name, but I think he played. Um, oh shit. What's his name? No, I saw it today. I know. I know. Anyways, he's getting 6 million up front and 250 K per start. And yeah. this is where they will. If they are going to succeed as a, as a tournament, I'll be like, oh, are you kidding me? They're not going to succeed. Listen, I'm not saying they are saying they're not. But where they will is if they go after top AMs that are guaranteeing money, they're going to go there because it's a grind coming out. Of, it's a grind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> secure the bag, quote unquote. Um, if you're a longtime listener, you'll understand that. <laughs> um, but they will they will start to take them over the course of you know five six seven years because they'll just stay there and be loyal to them because no one wants to grind dude our, our generation is bad enough to, to work at fucking any job let alone when someone's going to hand you one company's going to hand you you know no guaranteed money maybe you know a hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars in sponsorships or you're getting six million up front 250 to start yeah where, where are you choosing you know what i mean like yeah you put yourself in those shoes i mean like i don't know what if i asked you right now and i was like okay Hey, Slim, you're basically uh, whatever level, go- level golfer at this point where you're likely to have a PGA career, like a P- PGA Tour career where you can play season in, season out. You may not win every year, but you're going to do all right. Or you get the option to go, say, sign for <laughs> $35 million and you get to go play in all these tournaments. And then let alone if you finish last in each tournament, you're making one hundred and twenty-five dollars each tournament, finishing last. So, like, what, Dude, what would you say? It's stupid. Of course. Look at Bo Hostler, man. That guy was a top am coming out of school. Mm-hmm. He got a bunch of exemptions. He's still getting exemptions. And he's grinding on the PJ Tour. Like, mm-hmm. you think guys like that, like, I mean, at the end of the day, you're looking after yourself first. And to tie into this, the USGA says it's okay to allow live members to play golf. So, what do you want more? Like, they got – they – if they wanted this to stop immediately, they would have said negative. No chance. You're not yeah. coming. You made your choice. No Ryder Cup. No USGA. So no US Open. I guess the British Open is the RGCSA or whatever it's called. Yeah. They yeah. screwed that up completely. But you know what I mean? You know, no Masters are its own thing. But the fact that they allowed an okay 
Do you think DJ gives a shit about winning the Canadian Open? <laughs> like, especially now that he's not an RBC sponsor. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. So, but he's gonna go and play the the majors. Okay, sign me up. I'll collect my 125 million, and then like I said this on the pod, man. Tiger, I think Rory or someone has a room where they have all their tournament. I think it's Tiger. They have all their tournament wins, and and someone came over. I think JT came over to his house, and he was like, "Oh, where's all your other wins?" And he goes, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, like you've won like whatever 80, 70, whatever times." He goes, "Oh, I don't consider those wins. I only consider majors wins." You know what I mean? Like they want to stop it. That that's where they should have stopped it. But allowing guys to go, they're gonna go. Yeah, Taylor Gooch, man, like he's he's nasty too, right? But at the end of the day. He needs to uh, figure out what he wants. Yeah. Because he is either going into play a PJ Tour event, grinding his ass off, or he goes to live, has a sick year. He probably got, he was the second highest ranked world player going into the live. So if DJ got 125 million, he probably got, I don't know, at least 30 or 40 million. Yeah. He's going to, worst case, in 11 events, he, he gets 120K a year. So there's another million. And some, yeah. right? So he he chings for a year of like forty million, which is pretty good if you have good invest guys handling your money. He gets mm-hmm. what some type of ban or suspension from the PGA Tour, and then he goes back and plays PGA Tour events or plays the majors. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's it's all over the map right now. It's, I feel like it's just a little bit hard to tell. But I mean, I have done a little bit more digging now that it's fully kind of a caught my attention. I wasn't really gonna give it the time of day until things started actually moving but i mean now with kind of shit in the fan quick i, I kind of had to catch up on it and i don't know i feel like if they can coexist it's beneficial to the game of golf um just looking at the format have you looked anything or looked at anything about the live golf and what they're doing and no, i don't uh, understand the, the teams. idea they, they drafted teams I, I i didn't look into that yeah so basically like i'll give you a little bit of a rundown for someone who doesn't know anything about it um it's essentially they're trying to just make golf a little bit more modernized which i mean should have been done by the pj numerous times by now but clearly hasn't been and we've talked about it before but so they've got like a team system where there's like 12 teams 48 players there's no cuts um i think events are i can't i don't know if they're three days or two days or four days but uh, i think that's going to be a little bit different and they also are going to be like streaming it, making it available to a lot more people and their tea time, I believe in their first tournament, which is in London because they're playing all over the world and not really sticking to just like the States or whatever. It starts at 2 PM. So, I mean, in terms of it's a shotgun start, if you didn't know that shotgun. and yeah, it's a 2 PM shotgun start and it's just going to be action on action on action because everyone's going to be out there at the same time competing and rivalries are going to be born. And I, I don't know. I think the idea is cool. Just the fact that it's so separated mentally by everyone um, from the PGA makes it seem a little bit worse than it could be. But I mean, I think the idea and the intentions behind it are, are kind of what the game needs. And it'll be interesting to see how the first few events go. But I mean, at this rate, you could see a lot of other guys hop over to play there. Dude. And uh, like, I don't know if it's worth it or not, but like, like I, I mean, said, money wise, it probably is. Do you know more breakdown on the whole team scenario thing? Or no, uh, is I don't, that your I, I don't really know exactly how it's going to be, but I mean, like, I don't know how they picked the teams either. I think they, they were like team them. captains and then yeah, they, they drafted draft or something. I knew that. Yeah. So I didn't know I'm, if they like, like are playing like for so, not side money, but money as well, where 
you play kind of as a team, but individual on top is the most important thing about that you can win as yeah. a team. But we'll look into that for next week. Either way, yeah. I think the USGA screwed up if they wanted guys to stop. I think this might be a bad take, but I agree with athletes not being politicians. And I know people are like, oh, it's not about like, oh, wow, that's bullshit. But if you work for Titleist, if Cleveland offered you a contract for 10 times more than what you were making as an individual right now, and sure, their money isn't good and the human rights thing isn't right. Like, I get that. But besides the fact, if you're looking at how it's benefiting you, because I mean, dude, that stuff's going to happen regardless. And I know that's a really strong take, but, mm-hmm. and it's not like guys are saying they support what's going on. They're just supporting the money that they're getting. Yeah. But if you look at the strictly the money aspect of it, what right person in their mind that's not a PGA Tour player, I just mean anyone, is saying, oh, no, I'm going to be loyal to my company. I'm not going to take 10 times more money than I, than I should get. Yeah, I would say it's pretty rare, right? And Because, dude, know, look, look at Walmart, is, man. Look at Walmart. Also, I, know wait, not I have like to throw s- this in because it kind of talks to your point a little bit of, like, whether it's right or wrong. I don't know how legit this is, but in the about part of the Live Golf, they're basically trying to say, how they want to make it super sustainable, like environmentally sustainable, which kind of made me giggle okay, because yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think that's a little bit of BS, but <laughs> I just mean like you look at Walmart, dude, and what they do, you know, Nike, child labor. Like, I know they're not like murdering people like the Saudis do. Well, quote unquote, like I mean, you know what I mean? From what things are being said and like everything, but like everywhere you look in this world, dude, like a major corporation is doing something not right in human rights violation. And I'm not yeah, saying ethical I support problems in every, every company, no one's sure. ethically perfect and morals are different everywhere, especially when you cross cultures, religions and parts of the world like that. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel like what you're just trying to say is someone gets offered a lot of money. It's life-changing for their family. Even if they're already doing well, now you could times the generations that are looked after by 10 and at that point, like, what's the cost, right? So I, I mean, agree. And it makes sense. It does. Like, like I'm saying, I'm not supporting anything that anyone does that's unethical. I just mean in a legitimate standpoint, I think it's, like I said, if you got offered between Walmart and Titleist and Walmart offered you 20 times more, but they do unethical things with their employees and Titleist probably does too in China, just like any other company does in China. And again, I'm not saying it's the same type of human rights violation. They like you're taking it because it's the betterment of of you, dude. We're humans. We're selfish. We're born to be selfish to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah, in a sense, for sure. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I don't get why they're getting that much grief. And maybe because everyone's like, oh, just say it's for the money. Okay, so if guys came in and said it's for the money, are they, are, are they forgiven? <laughs> like like <laughs> any reporter on Twitter or anything is like, this is BS. Just tell them what it's truly about. It's for the money. So if guys said, oh, yeah, it's literally for the money. I want to make more money. <laughs> are they going to be like, yeah, that's fair. Be honest. Or are they gonna, still going to say, it's not right. It's not right. Like, just something, another yeah. person to talk about. Like, Just all about the media, man. That's all it really is. That's all it ever is, is media, media, media. But I don't know. At the end of the day, it's just guys whacking a ball around with a couple sticks and trying to put the ball in the hole. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not that deep. It's not that Truthfully, deep. it does good. And it, if it's going to last, it's going to last. If not, it's going to be a bust. And from there out, it, it's going to be what it is. Some guys learning experience some, for everybody, some big money. And they, you know, they're going back to the PGA tour. And in yeah. two years, we could just be like, what was the live event or live tour even about? Cause I'm pretty sure that's what the world golf championship or something used to be, or was trying to be however many years back. And it kind of just like flopped. So it's not like it's, yeah. it's not like something like that um, hasn't been tried to, or hasn't tried to be made before. Um, it's not a completely, completely new concept, but 
I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I feel like we just got to sit back and as golf fans enjoy and see, uh, see what comes of it. And my last thing I'll say on this is I don't think it's right that the PGA tour has a say on who does what and who goes where personally. I think that's a personal choice. And I think that's part of the reason why the USGA is saying, yeah, you can still plan our events um, regardless, which I think is a big step forward. But I mean, like I said, everyone has their own take on it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, look at the other side, look at the different perspective from how people are taking it. than just saying this is a negative, negative, negative thing. And it's stupid for golf as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And that could be wrong, but let's get into something that is more fun. U.S. sectional buddy monday monday was a big day they had the monday qualifier for the game open and they had u.s open sectionals so this is like i said last podcast i explained this gets into the u.s open again u.s open anyone can get in hence open um you can literally your grandpa could get in you could get in you know it's whatever you want so a couple cool stories 57 year old fran quinn qualified for the u.s open and he beat 17 year old benjamin i forget his last name in a playoff Whoa, that's crazy. I wonder when the last time something even close to that happened. I don't I mean, know, but that's it's, a, that's a pretty, I mean, either one of those guys gets in. That is it's cool. so rare, so cool. Yeah, so obviously it was Brian Quinn's first time getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. This is nuts, dude. Brian Stewart got in the US Open. He's qualified seven, seven times through sectionals. Who is this For some people Is he saying, just like an accountant and he, the odd time he just no, opts no. in? Like he's qualifiers. a PJ. He's a he technically has a PJ tour card. Oh, okay. But he, he's not. He doesn't do well. Doesn't do well he's enough sitting to here be there consistently again in a car going. He doesn't. He doesn't do well. You know, he's not. <laughs> he's not a top player in, in the PJ tour. But still, dude, seven times you got to go. I think they get maybe a bypass to sectionals. I don't think a PJ tour wrestler has to do local, but maybe they do that. I'm gonna say they do. So you got to go through locals. You got to qualify top four, and then you got to do 36 holes in one day and get through and usually four spots get into that seven times dude that's insane that is pretty absurd i wonder how many years that's over for him like trying to do it maybe four i mean doesn't matter how many that's even that, still just an 50 dude stat. even if he's 14 years dude, he's 50 percent getting in <laughs> he's a better chance of getting in the u.s open through through an open qualifier than the average person has a chance of making eight footer <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty crazy yeah other big news, Tiger's not playing the US Open, which might have been suspected. I mean, he had a tough start at the last major, the PGA. And I then, got a bit of a take on that. Well, let's let here, let me just finish my take and then you can go into it. Yeah. Um, let's hear it. I think the main thing is he's trying to get healthy for St. Andrews. And mm-hmm. um he thinks he has a legitimate shot of winning that tournament. So he doesn't want to ruin yeah. that uh at the US Open, but I'll let you go in. Yeah, no, I was more just gonna say like revolved or like around the the u.s open i feel like it's actually this could be a bit of a hot take but i think it's a good thing that he's not playing and kind of made that clear because just in the shape he's in like you kind of mentioned it's it's a little bit tough to watch and all the attention's still on him and the media all wants to talk about that and i feel like with him just kind of being out of it and wait until he's better it's gonna just bring things a little bit more um, broaden in the media and stuff like that. Like the coverage is going to be a little bit more interesting. You're not going to have the five minute breaks every time on TV where they're like, all right, let's see how Tiger's doing. And they just highlight him limping around. Like, I don't know. I got sick of that pretty quick. So I feel like it's going to be just good for the tournament in the sense we kind of get to push Tiger aside and let him do his thing and just enjoy the golf again and not really have that Tiger Woods thought in the back of her head. But I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I mean, I'm indifferent about it. I love Tiger. Obviously, you want to see him win again, but. 
I think it makes sense for him. I think he mm-hmm. truly thinks he can believe or believe that he has a chance to win a golf tournament at St. Andrews for the British. And I think if that's the play, do it. He hasn't done well previous years opens in like the last five years, six years. Mm-hmm. He's missed a lot of cuts. Um, I forget the exact stats, but I agree. I, I just, I think it will too. Cause honestly, there's a lot of good players in the U S opens. And you know, if you need to share the love a bit, Tiger's had mm-hmm. his time, but um, like I said, it's always better when he's in, in the field and doing well for the game of golf. But at the same time, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd rather him come in full strength for the British than the half and half the U S open and British. Yeah. hundred percent. I think we could probably leave it at that unless yeah. you had any more takes. No, that's good for me. All right. Well, let's get into the Canadian open. Like I said, St. George golf and country club. Um, Patrick Flavin, dude, got into the Monday, fourth Monday this year. Again, four doesn't sound that much, dude. It's literally June. I mean, that's a lot. Mondays are tough. You basically got to shoot. We talked about before. You basically got to shoot 66 or better on most Mondays. Mm-hmm. This Monday, he didn't have to shoot that. He was only like 67 or 68. Um, the other f- three guys I got in are Braden Thornbird, typical uh, Corn Ferry status, American. Brad uh, Adamonis, again, U.S citizen corn mm-hmm. fairy and jeff kang uh i think he has a pga tour card um but either way uh let's get into the odds who you got oh okay so oh fuck my thing just lagged there i was pulling it up i mean i want to say one thing pretty quickly about the tournament i don't know if you saw it you see jt uh post that video of him <laughs> hitting golf balls into a net like practicing before a 7 a.m t time today no they don't have a driving range at st george's so they've all been shuttling for driving oh, like 15 minutes away from the course to practice, like to practice on the range, which is just, uh, it well, actually breaks before, my brain. Right? So it's been, it was there two years ago. So was they, it? They have done this before. Yeah. They, yeah. I don't know when it was, maybe 2015. Well, that was okay. Either way. Ago. Sure. Either way. It's been there before. Yeah. They have to shuttle. Cause that's just so stupid. Not one other tournament in the PJ tour. I guarantee you no one has to deal with that. Like, just an absurd thing. Yeah. So ridiculous. It actually mind boggles me, but... Um, okay, well, so I'm riding two Canadians. I'm going to take Corey Connors and Matt Hughes. Uh, it's kind of just, I don't know, Connors, I would say, has a bit of a, more of a legit chance. And then uh, I like Cameron Smith. And let's just, I'm just going to go with those guys. I'm going to go Cam Smith. Mac Hughes, Corey Connors, and I mean, I've splashed a bunch more coin on a bunch of other shit, but I mean, way too much to track. So uh, those are my three. What about you, buddy? I'm going Tony Finau, dude. I just, I got, I've been a big Finau fan. I'm not saying go, go, Love it. go put your mortgage uh, or rent on it, but I want to see him win. So he, he's a guy. Um, I'm looking at Pat Perez, and it's just funny because he called out like a bunch of people <laughs> for not or going to the live and he goes if you want to go to the live there's 60 other guys that want to play in the pga tour and it just came out today that his wife tweeted at J- or dj saying we'll see you at the next live event so i think it's pretty funny <laughs> but <laughs> and pat Perez is a bit of a beauty but anyways um i got uh like i said fino and i'm going to go i like that fino pick by the way i'll be rooting with you lowry fino and Ra- lowry I think that's a good uh, handful of picks that we laid out there. I think one of them's got to take it home, no? But each way, we're, we're, we're laughing. 
Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Those are the top five guys. <laughs> well, we didn't say Scotty or JT or no. Rory. I'm saying like they're gonna finish the top five. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine that? Correct. Those are our top five guys? <laughs> we pay for someone's retirement because they do the exact things we say. <laughs> That'd be phenomenal. But quick question before we finish off, just so this is uh recorded in the video or in the recording. Thoughts on maybe doing a little giveaway here for uh for the Canadian Open? You put me on the hot spot. Yeah, or some sort of like bet against each other i don't know something we don't have to we don't have to see yes or no now but i feel like we just got to put it out there in case we do say yes you could do a bet but i mean it's kind of hard because what are we gonna do like who finishes higher i don't know it does doesn't matter we could also we just do a giveaway <laughs> yeah we could I feel like some sort of cane style giveaway would be sick but yeah okay well we'll talk about it we'll maybe post it tomorrow okay we'll tune in pay attention to the socials might have a giveaway for you 30, 30, all right? Well, hasta luego, my friend. Let's go that up again. Hasta luego, amigo. And uh, we'll be in touch, buddy. Enjoy the Canadian Open. Maybe I'll see you there. Maybe I won't. But uh, we'll talk next week. Yes, sir, buddy. Enjoy.